It feels like we've been gone for like 10,000 years. Well, y'all, I promise you, we've been busy. And we've been busy in the Lord's business, okay? So, you know what? Charge us with your, with your head and not with our hearts. Charge us to our heads, not our heart. What is it? I never heard that saying. You never heard it? They be like, charge my head, not my heart. Or charge it to my head, not my heart. Yeah, I never heard Either that. Either way, we're here now. Glory to God. Long time coming. Um, long time coming, y'all. So, the reason we were gone is um, our praise group called True Judah had their first, like, actual annual show. It was so amazing, y'all. Like, it we worked so well. really hard. That's why we've been gone, because we've been practicing so much for every the show. Every day, y'all. Every day. But all that practice definitely made the end result well, well What's the word I'm trying to use? I don't know. It was like well deserved. Like mm-hmm. what we put out, it was needed, and the work that we put in, the results showed for it. So it was a really <clears> good <throat> show. Jordan yeah, might add some good. clips. As I, I should end. add some clips. I'm gonna do that. He's gonna add some clips of the show at the end. Might as well. Um, but yeah, it was a really good show. That's why we've been busy, um, working. Uh, like to, dogs. Life's been life. Man. Like dogs. Life has been life. One more time. Like dogs. Okay, I'm done now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have to put emphasis on that. Um, life has been life, y'all, but we're here now. Yes, um, and I'm blessed to be working like a dog. Yes. Granted. Thank we're you, so Lord, grateful. for the job. We're so grateful. But yeah, y'all, um... Yeah, it's just life been life, but we here now. That's yeah. all that matters. Blessing, holy favor. <sighs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Um, yeah, so the topic for today's podcast, Faith, is... Are you giving God your best? Let it sink in. Let it marinate. Are you giving God... I should say, are you giving God his best? Mm. Because sometimes you think you're doing your best. And you're not. And God expects more from you. He expects more from you, child of God. Anyway, let's get into it. Get into it. Um, I don't know if you knew, but this is the this is the um key verse. Key verse that I chose for this podcast. It is Second Timothy two and fifteen. It reads, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved a worker who has no need to be ashamed. Mm. Rightly handling the word of truth. Mm, can you read that one more time? Do your best to present present yourself to God as one approved. A worker who has no need to be ashamed. Rightly handling the word of truth. That means that you need to be <clears throat> doing so well that when you speak in this truth, you can back it up. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to have no shame in your game when you speak in this. And when you're doing this and when you're saying this, you got the actions to back it up. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to be worried about nobody. Well, you was just, but you just, uh, but, uh, 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 yeah, can't nobody do nothing about that. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody say nothing about that because you know what you was doing? Your best. Mm-hmm. And also, there's a difference between, like, you striving to do God's best now mm-hmm. and, like, people bringing up your past. Because people would try to, like, it throw will. your past in your face, like... Wasn't you just like in the club yeah. drinking with your homegirls? And 
It don't matter if I was doing that last night and I'm saved today or if I was doing it last week and I'm saved this week. Don't let nobody stunt your growth. Mm-hmm. Don't let nobody try to play in your face about your walk with God. Because the only person that truly knows the real dug up truth about your relationship between you and God is you and God. Nobody can ever try to taint that because of past actions. Right. All that matters is the present and if you're striving to do your best, but also God's best. That's good. That's really good. But also, guys, don't forget that you, as as a friend of someone who's a child of God, still must hold that friend hold accountable. Hold them accountable. Because an accountability is love. Hold them accountable. That don't mean judge them. Mm-hmm. That means hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. It's a difference. It's a difference between judging, judging and, and holding, holding accountable. accountable. Judging is saying, Am I putting you down or am I correcting you? Am I putting you down or am I putting you back up? Mm-hmm. That's good. Am I putting you down or am I picking you up? That's the difference. That was good. Oh! <laughs> yes. That was good. That was good. That's good. Anywho, so let's get into it. Um, <clears throat> so God has really been speaking speaking to me about this in um, specific because I've noticed not only just in everyone else but in my life that there are some areas that Sometimes people genuinely don't know or sometimes people become comfortable with that are just incorrect. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, some people give God their bare minimum, whether it's with their time, whether it's with their prayer, whether it's with their praise, whether it's with anything in regards to God. Because, for one, we're supposed to live every day for the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And for two, a lot of times we just kind of give them the bare minimum. We say, oh, well, I go to church on Sundays. But sometimes just going to church is not enough. That's not your best. God is asking for obedience. God is asking for sacrifice. God is asking you to to walk like Christ. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we think that us doing bits and pieces is overall sufficing for what God really wants us to do. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have to get out of the transactional mindset Mm -hmm. that we have when it comes to our relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Because most of the time people view God as like, Somebody that's not physically here mm-hmm. and somebody that I can call on when I need help. Yeah. And that's perfectly... it. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's a part of it. Mm-hmm. But God is also your father. Just imagine if you would treat your earthly father the way you treat God. That's... Mm. Yeah, that's, that's not going to work. You just talking to your father only to get something from him. That's not going to work. You that's have to love. build... Exactly. That's not love. You have to build and cultivate that connection. So when you are in a time of need... Mm-hmm. Your father doesn't mind helping you because he knows you. He knows you and he loves you. Yeah. We got to get out of that. Get out of it. We got to get out of that. Oh, I only pray when, oh, you know, times I'm, get tough. Yeah. We got to get out of that. We got to start viewing God as not only our, you know, our protector, our keeper, but also as our father. So we start cultivating that relationship with him on a more daily basis. Right. I think that is very important that we <clears throat> we look at this Christian way of life as truly a lifestyle and not just something we do um, whenever we feel like it or something that we do based off of how we just genuinely feel. Mm-hmm. Because being a Christian isn't just... Oh, well, I pray sometimes or I talk to God sometimes. It's a lifestyle. You have to literally walk this life every single day. The Bible says that you are to deny yourself and pick up that cross daily. daily. Every single day. 
it's hard. Look, we know. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's hard, but you got to But it's your job. You got to keep going. The Bible also says that this is a race. And you have to keep on running until it's over. Mm-hmm. You have to keep running this race until it's over so you, that you can gain your eternal life. Mm-hmm. You can't just run and take a break. No, you got to keep on running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might get tired, but that's what the Holy Spirit is for. Yep. Even if you stumble and fall, you got to get back up. The Holy Spirit going to say, come on. And I pull got you. you. Right along. Mm-hmm. But you cannot stop running this race, y'all. Um, where do I want to start with this? Should I even mention this part? I think we just got into that, honestly. So sh- should I continue it? Mm-mm-mm. I okay. think we touched it good. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so I wrote here, firstly, God is a God of order and excellence, which means that he intended us to move in that way, which is why he made us in his um, likeness and in his image. Also, God also, I said also twice. Also, God wants us to move and walk and act just like Christ. Mm -hmm. That's why we are proclaimed as Christians. You know what I'm saying? We are supposed to walk like him. With that being said, we have to do things decently in order. Decently and in order. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I forgot the end. But in and in order, <clears throat> we have to do things the way God has set them out for us. And I know, like a lot of times, it could be hard because the worldly mindset doesn't think like God. Mm-mm. Not at all. You're not gonna think to do things like Christ naturally. Naturally, you're gonna think to do things worldly. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, and a lot of people allow their their perceptions, their own mental and like natural their own logic their own yeah. yeah and that doesn't work not for not for not for this jesus Mm-mm. not for this god that don't work for this god because the bible says that our minds and his mind are not alike Mm-mm. it's it's our duty to try to think like him it's our duty to try to be like him and i feel like that's like the biggest like roadblock for everyone doing their best mm-hmm. because everyone thinks that they're doing their best and they're literally doing their best you're doing what you think is best. And it's not about what you think is best. It's about what God is asking you to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once we start... That's why, like, when you first start with your Christian walk, I feel like it's so important to start in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. When I first started my Christian journey, I started in Genesis. Mm-hmm. Do I regret that? No. But I definitely should have started in the New Testament where they were talking more about Jesus. Because... Jesus is literally the biblical example of how we're supposed to live our lives. We're not going to be perfect, mm-hmm. be as perfect as he was in every way. Mm-hmm. And God isn't expecting us to do that. Mm-hmm. But we do have to stay at that standard. Right. Like we have to strive towards that. And like we have to view Jesus as our example yeah. and try to, you know, strive and walk to be more like him on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus... He was he was that man. Mm-hmm. Like he was that man. Like he yeah. really did it. Mm-hmm. And God expects us to do the same. So the way Jesus was striving to do everything in his power to ensure that his father's will was done no matter what happened, God expects the same thing from us. And that's what we're saying when we're saying give God your best. Right. Make sure that your life is um just really highlighting jesus jesus walk Mm -hmm. like just make sure you're striving to become more like jesus in every way possible because jesus was the closest closest example that we have as to how god wants to see us 
Right. Um, one of the biggest things that I feel like a lot of people kind of misinterpret, or not necessarily misinterpret, but just don't see the importance of is time. And like, I used to be one of those people that would show up late to everything and like, brief intermission for my dog <laughs> to drink her water. Thank you, Ivy, so much. Anyways, I was one of those people I really didn't take much heed to like how much time I spent, how much time I was late to anything. But like that is so so important. I've met so many people that says, "Oh, well, I'll show up to church when the choir starts singing," and it's like, hmm. "Kid, what is your what's truly your motive? What are you really going to church to gain?" It can't be for the word if you're showing up when the choir sing, or if you're not trying to get there on time and you're just showing up when the choir sing. My bishop always says, what if those little few minutes that you was late, Jesus came and got us? And you come after and we all gone. On to glory. And you just see everybody clothes. And we all, all gone to glory. Because Jesus came. Y'all, it is so, so important. Because people don't realize this. You can have all the money in the world. You can have all the materials in the world. But you, you can replace those things. You cannot replace time. Time is one of the most valuable things, if not the most valuable thing in this world. Because you cannot replace it. Once it's gone, it's gone. You cannot expect God to show up in your life and move on your behalf on your timing. Or when you want him to. And you can't even show up to church on time. Mm. Or you're not making time for him throughout the day. And don't and don't substitute that with going to church mm-hmm. because it's it's all necessary. It's equally important. Your time spent outside of church is equally as important spent in church. Mm-hmm. Those are both very very important, and those are very both important as to doing your best for God. Mm-hmm. You have to give your time up for God. You have to set a, set aside some time throughout your week to go and spend with God. You have to set out time to go into the house of God. It's necessary. And I've seen so many people say, well, you don't have to go to church to develop a relationship with God. Y'all, it is so necessary. And I don't know who told y'all that lie. I mean, it's easy to start a relationship with God outside of church. But to mature, to spiritually mature, you have to be in the house of God with the shepherd. Because it's, it's like I understand because so many people have been church hurt. There are so many churches out here, apostate churches, Mm -hmm. that are out here who are misguiding and misleading folk and hurting people and treating them bad and judging folk. And I understand that. But there are good churches out there, too, guys. Mm -hmm. And it is so, so important because the Bible says that you are not supposed to lean on your own understanding. You cannot read the Bible by yourself and truly understand every aspect of the Bible Mm -hmm. just by yourself. Y'all, it takes... It takes someone who is very spiritually um, connected and someone who has studied, studied well many years and who is really connected to the spirit to be able to decipher some of these things in the book. Even me, I be reading this book and I have to read the line over and over and over. And sometimes I got to read different um, translations. And sometimes I even got to go ask questions because this stuff ain't easy to read. We didn't talk like this. Especially King James Version. We didn't talk like this. (laughs) We didn't. And people, I could read it and I could understand. No, you cannot lean on your own understanding because what you might read and what you might interpret. That's like, you know what would be a good good example? 
So, for instance, you know how we used to have them comprehension um, and reading tests in, in school, right? Mm. And they would have you read a line and basically like A, B, C, or D. And basically, like, based off that line, it would ask you, what is this trying to tell you? Or what would you get from this? Granted, it's very subjective, and you can have any opinion on it. But there was only right one right answer, right? But you know that what they always had? They always had that one that was the right answer and one that was almost right. Mm. And a lot of times, you might just have that almost right answer. But there ain't no answer like the right answer. Mm. There's only one right answer. There's only one way that that word is going to truly contribute to how you need it to contribute mm-hmm. to you. And sometimes going to church is is a divine appointment. Mm. No, sometimes, I'm sorry. Every time you go to church is a divine appointment. Sometimes God will bring you there and he'll give that man of God or that woman of God a word specifically for you. He might word it up just for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's very important that you spend your time wisely. It's very important that you give God your time. That is giving God your best. Showing up on time is giving God your best. Showing up weekly is giving God your best. Going to church once a month. Y'all. And everybody does this. And I'm not trying to be judgy. I promise I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to put nobody down about what they do, but I'm just trying to educate y'all on what God is really, truly looking for. He is looking for a consistency. Mm-hmm. I was literally about to say the same thing. He is looking for a consistency. Mm-hmm. God wants you to be consistent within this walk. Because first, God is consistent with you. God is the most, God is the only the <laughs> consistent only with you. Person, People can't be consistent, more consistent than God. <laughs> Nothing in this world. Your dog can be more consistent than God. Your job can be more consistent than God. Your girlfriend, your, your husband. Health. Nothing in this life is going to be as consistent as God. Everything is going to change. Mm-hmm. Everything is temporary, but God. God is the only person, and if he can the only thing that can change. Hold you up every day. Wake you up every day. Give you strength. Build you up every day. You can't go see him once a week at, at, the, at the house of God. Go pray. Pray? Y'all. Get in your word. Walk in love. Y'all, please, please, please. I'm begging y'all. Please don't be misguided about what people think. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't feel like going to church. It's not about what you feel like. It's, it's not, not about you. It's never, ever been about you. It's not going to ever, ever <clears throat> be about you. You can get that up right now. Chelsea. We are but vessels to, to the most high. We are here for him and him only. Mm-hmm. And so many people are so, well, I just feel like this. And yada, yada, yada. And it's like, it's not about you. It's not about you. And that's going to that's gonna hold you back. And that's going to be one of the biggest stumbling blocks for you. Because mm-hmm. it's never going to be about you. And it never has been about you. Granted, God will use the things that you went through. And he will put you through something. Or not, I'm sorry, not put you. But allow you to go through some things. And some things that you cause, he'll allow you to go, go through and make it work out for your good. So that all that can be used as a testimony for him. Mm-hmm. But it's not about you. It's not. You got to get out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I want to highlight about time, um, just spending that daily time with God is so precious. Because some of the things that you sh- you could be looking for or you want God to turn around in your life, 
he'll give you the answer to the questions that you're asking him when you spend that time with him. Mm -hmm. Most of the time when I'm looking for answers or like a way to go with certain decisions, I get get into my quiet place. I turn some worship music on. I pray. And everything that I need from God, he Mm -hmm. downloads into me during that time. Mm -hmm. Once you get in God's presence, like there's nothing on this earth like it. Yeah. Like everything that you're searching for will be answered. Literally, if it's not in this book, which is very rare, if the answer that you're looking for is not in the book, you're going to get it directly from him Mm -hmm. in that quiet time. So giving God your best equals time. Yeah, it's time. Time. You're going to have to sacrifice. You're going to have to sacrifice that time. God sacrificed his son for us. The least we can do is give him 30 minutes to an hour, hour, our 24-hour day. Yeah, 24 hours. You spend five hours on social media. I know I used to scroll through social media in hours. I'm telling you, you be scrolling through social media, be 1 o'clock, and then you look at no, 5 o'clock, and I'd be like, like, wait, what? What happened? Where'd the time go? Y'all, God is just time. asking for your time. And don't, child, we, we preaching to y'all, but I'm preaching to myself, too. And I'm preaching to me, too. <laughs> because, because granted all this time we done spent doing everything else the past few weeks, we need to give him some time. Mm-hmm. We all need to give him some time. God wants all of our best, not just y'all's, but ours, too. Do I think we've been giving him our best these past few weeks? No. But it's our job to make sure that we correct that and we mm-hmm. do better at it. That's very, very important. Yep. Um, one of the examples that Jordan gave was Cain and Abel. Yes. So we like kind of touched on Adam and Eve like mm-hmm. a couple of weeks back. Mm-hmm. But Cain and Abel are Adam and Eve's offspring. So mm-hmm. like they're their sons. Mm-hmm. And basically when Adam and Eve got, you know, exiled from the Garden of Eden, they had sons. Um, Cain was the oldest. Mm-hmm. And Abel was the youngest. Um, so... One of the, like, curses that God gave them was that they would work the fields for the rest of their lives. Um, that definitely trickled, trickled down to us, too. Saying, that's why they be working me like a dog. Because we're still working to this day. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I believe that Cain, he was working the field and was harvesting, like, crops that he would be planting. And Abel was in charge of, like, taking care of the animals. So, like, the cattle and the sheep and the lambs. So, God um, said he wants an offering from both of the brothers. Abel gave his offering first. And he gave God, like, the literally the best lamb out of his entire flock. It was like, God, I just pray you accept my humble offering. And... The way it was worded for Cain's offering, um, it said he gave God some of his um, some of his crops, like the leftovers. And obviously, God blessed Abel's um, offering because he gave his best, um, and he showed favor over his life. Mm-hmm. And God, he was displeased with Cain because he gave him like the leftovers. Long story short, um, the jealousy overtook Cain, and he ended up killing his brother. And um, he was cursed again. Mm-hmm. And we said... Didn't he have to be on a run for the rest of his life or something? He couldn't stay in one place for like yeah. the rest of his life. I think he had to always be on a move. Yeah, and yeah. nobody could kill him. 
And if y'all want to read this for yourself, I did write it in. It's Genesis 4. Because um, I figured you would paraphrase it, but I was trying to make sure I had it because mm-hmm. I don't want to miss reading nothing. Yeah. But it is Genesis 4, and basically it says what happened. But you know what I thought about? I think I have another, par- another parable that y'all could probably think of. So, obviously, to God, sacrifice is like love. We sacrifice a lot of things for those we love. We sacrifice time. We sacrifice money. We sacrifice space. We sacrifice everything. Sometimes we sacrifice blood, tears. We sacrifice so much for those we love. And that's why God was asking for sacrifices. That's why we are supposed to sacrifice. That's what um, giving our best means. Mm-hmm. Because in, in our best is sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Now, the parable I was thinking about was, I don't know where I heard this at, but they were saying that, like, okay, so one time it was this dude. I mean, these two, these two dudes, a girl. She was trying to choose between the two dudes. And basically, like, one of the dudes gave her $20, right? The other dude, or let me say, one of the dudes gave $500. The other dude gave twenty k. She went with the dude who gave her twenty k because obviously he gave her more money. But what she didn't realize is the dude that gave her only 500 that was all he had. So she really missed out on a dime because mm-hmm. what she missed was she missed out on someone who would have gave their last for her to go with someone who probably would get, who, who could easily give her that and go give somebody else that. Mm-hmm. There was no genuine love there. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is God's looking for someone who can give their last. Because he gave us his best, his best offering. His own son, His y'all. only son. The he only came down person, here and died. The only person that was like him in every way sacrificed it for us. So that us we could heathens. be saved. Y'all, we are heathens compared to Jesus. We were heathens. Oh, we redeemed Jesus. now. We redeemed Glory now. God. Say, I'm not going to claim that over <laughs> Mm-mm, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> but no, I said that to say, like, literally, God is wanting your best. I don't know how much clearer we can make it. He wants your best. God honors those who gives their best. Mm-hmm. If you want something to, tr- if you want things to truly move on your behalf in your life, if you want things to happen for you, the things you've been praying for, the things you've been hoping for, give God your best. That's all he's asking for. If your best is not as much as somebody else's, that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're doing everything in your power to make sure that you are giving God everything that you have to give him. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. God not going to have you um, killing yourself. God not going to have you killing others, others. Granted, if he asks me. Boop, boop. But <laughs> give God your best. I'm telling y'all, if y'all really want things to move on your behalf, I'm trying to give y'all the key to life. If you really, really, really want things to move, give God your best. Give God your time. Give, sacrifice some time. Give God some sacrifice. Mm-hmm. What else did I write in here? I wrote that, I wrote that. And then I said, um, stop expecting things and not putting in the work. 
You can't expect God to move on your life, move on your behalf, if you ain't sacrificing. Faith without works is dead. You can't have faith in God and not do anything to be faithful over. Mm -hmm. That's like saying, like, oh, I have faith that I'm going to get a check, but I don't go in all week. How am I going to have faith in that if I didn't do any work? How am I going to have faith in God if I'm not giving him my best? Mm -hmm. Let God take care of the supernatural you take care of the natural. That means you take care of the things that you have control over. That's good. Where God, he comes in and moves the things that you have no power to do by yourself. Yeah, I had this. I, had, I struggled with that for a little while. So I used to have this like mindset where like, if it was in my control, I really just genuinely just expected God to fix it. So for instance, with my car. Granted, God has moved on my behalf in so many ways with my car. But those things were, with, were out of my control. Now, there were times my car would break down on the side of the road or my, or my wheel would go flat. I'm like, Lord, please just let my wheel just blow up all of a sudden. And you know what I have to come to realize? God gave me arms, legs, and feet to get down there and change my tire. Why would I expect him to come? And a lot of y'all do that. Oh, a lot of y'all do that. And I don't know if you do it for real, for real. But I know a lot of y'all do it because I did it. But we just expect God to show up in the, in, in the, the lick of time and move on stuff that we have complete control over. Mm-hmm. Stop sitting around waiting for God to do things that you can do yourself. No, literally. Because God has equipped us with so many things. And don't get me started because that'll that start a whole other conversation. Because some of y'all that be wanting a new job, apply. Apply. You can't ask God for a new job and you're not taking the work to actually apply to see if you can find a new job. See, God... That's good. God's the type of God, he'll have your name in rooms that he, he's literally preparing a job for you. Mm. But your step of faith is you applying for that job. Yeah. You may not be qualified. Okay. I know I'm talking to somebody, child. You yeah. may not be qualified. You won't. That's quite, you won't be qualified. Not not to man. You'll never be qualified, but you're always qualified for God. You're God's chosen one, and if he he said and he spoke that you're supposed to have that job, mm-hmm. you're going to have that job. Same thing with relationships. Some of y'all women want relationships, and one you're not willing to date. To find a husband, mm-hmm. or you keep messing with people that are below your standards, That's good. the standards that you set for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, how are you gonna find a godly husband mm-hmm. or men? How are you gonna find a godly wife if you're not looking and working to do? If so. you're not looking for it and you're not checking yourself, so you're able That's good. to because be on the that. same level. With the godly say, man or woman that you're looking for. You say you're looking for somebody and you're not even <clears throat> putting in the work to work on yourself. So many people try to jump into so many relationships. And, and you're not ready for it. And you're not ready for it. But the thing is, it's not even the fact that you're not ready for it. But it's the fact that you're not even working towards Towardly. being ready. Like, if, that should be something you should be looking for when you're trying to get into a relationship. Husbands, you're supposed to be the leader. You're supposed to be right up under God. You're supposed to submit to God. As your Be- wife submits unto you. Exactly. And y'all expecting women to submit unto you and listen to you. And you, and you can't even- submit to God? What kind of blasphemy? Check that, baby. Ephesians Ephesians 5. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get them on together then. Ephesians 5. No, for real though. That's good. That's real, real good. Because a lot of us be expecting things from God and don't want to work for it. Mm-mm. 
God is not a magician. Just like, oh, y'all gonna be so mad at me for this. I'm he is bring not it up. a magician. I'm gonna bring it up. I'm gonna shake the table real quick. Shake the table. Come on. Mental illness. Oh, baby, let's get into it. Y'all can get pissed at me, y'all. I made a post on um. I don't know if I'm supposed to say the p word. Anyways, I made a post on TikTok. Granted, how it was worded it was a little brutal, but it wasn't. That wasn't what my intention was. For sure. Mm-hmm. That's not what I meant. But basically, I was saying, um, you know how everybody's like, I can't marry out of my faith because this is, and I was just like, I can't make friends. Granted, you can make friends with anybody, but how can two walk together except they be in agreement? I make that very clear. Iron sharpens iron, baby. Baby, iron and wood don't mix, okay? You're not finna dull my, my, my blade. <laughs> Granted, you can be friendly to many, you can acquaint many, but you can't always call everybody friends. Mm-hmm. I make that very, very clear. But anyways, I say, um, I can't make friends with. Um, people with um people outside of my faith because they'll argue with me about how like or like they'll argue about how or they'll argue with me about how depression and anxiety is not part of the kingdom of God. Let me elaborate because many people um misconstrued what I meant. Mm-hmm. Depression and anxiety is real. Yes, it is. I said in my post that depression and anxiety are spirits. Everything's a spirit. Anger is a spirit. Sadness is a spirit. Happiness is a spirit. Mm-hmm. Sadness, depression, anxiety, worry. Those are all spirits. Some are bad spirits. Some are good spirits. Granted. It's going to shake the table. I am more than aware that people are depressed. I'm more than aware that people have anxiety. I'm more than aware that people lack control over those things. But I'm also very aware that God is a God of deliverance. Yes, he is. God is a God of setting the captives free. Mm -hmm. Does it take time? Yes. Are you going to fall? Yes. Can you get happy and fall back in it sometimes? Yes. And that's perfectly okay. That's life. Things happen. Mm-hmm. There's been some times where I just felt real down and low. And I've been in a place of just depressed. But I've never, ever been in depression. Because God has given us every single tool to pull ourselves out of those situations. Mm-hmm. Life is not always easy. And life does not always present itself with the tools to give us that. But God has given us every single tool to pull ourselves out of things like depression. God has given us tools to pull ourselves out of things like anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that it's choice. (laughs) And people are going to be so mad at me at this. And I'm not going to argue with anybody about it. I truly believe in what I'm saying. Yeah, I used to be one of those people. Like, me and Faith. We low key like we got into it. That was it the first time ever. Yeah, it wasn't like an argument, but it was just a disagreement. Yeah. Like I didn't see his point of view and he didn't see mine because, you know, we just had our own different separate beliefs. But it's not even necessarily that I didn't see it. I just wasn't gonna let you stay in it. <laughs> but like I did take on the title of depression mm-hmm. during high school. Mm-hmm. And I did stay in it. Mm-hmm. And I fully believed during that time in my life, it was a choice mm-hmm. because when I chose to not allow myself to feel those feelings like, Joe, it don't matter what's going on today. You're going to have a great day. Mm-hmm. You're going to smile all day. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. It is a choice. Yeah. And as I started to get closer to God, 
and really just started giving him my best, mm-hmm. started sacrificing the time, just giving him more of me. I really started to walk in the fruits of the spirit, which mm-hmm. are the complete opposite of what depression it's the complete is. Opposite, it's the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. So like when I look back on, you know, who I was back then and who I am now, it's just like I literally could cry because like God has brought me through so, 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 so much mm-hmm. only because I was sacrificing that time and giving him my best. Because yeah. if I wasn't, I probably would have still been in that place. Yeah, I was in just choosing to be depressed now i'm not saying i don't get depressed it happens it's, it happens life happens i have panic attacks sometimes and that's okay that's okay life can be overwhelm overwhelming but you have to choose to either get out of that or stay in it that's good and it's up to you i remember one dude okay so they was trying to argue yeah they was trying to argue <clears throat> me down on the tiktok i didn't respond to many i only think i only responded to like one or two comments yeah. And one dude, he was like, yeah, even Jesus got, like, anxiety in the Garden of Gethsemane right before, like, he was going to um, be crucified. And he did. Jesus did. But let me tell you what he did he not do. Said. He did not go to the doctor and grab some pills that was going to put slap a Band-Aid on top of his um, anxiety until he got it again. Jesus prayed. And he said, God, let your will be done. And he went and died on that cross. Because that was God's will for his life. Y'all, please don't allow yourself to stay in bondage because of what this girl... I mean, not this girl, but this world is is teaching you. Please don't put Band-Aids on top of those 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 spiritual bondages. Because mm-hmm. just imagine if Jesus would have stayed in that anxiety. He wouldn't have... We would have not been redeemed. Y'all, we would have not been saved. It wouldn't have happened. This whole book would have been for nothing. Y'all. Probably wouldn't have been made if Jesus didn't die on the cross. Y'all. And then, I know for me, like when I was going through my little depression phase in high school, man, I'm listening to sad songs every day. And I know so many people who do that. They listen to sad. I just like sad music. And you sit around and pity in it and you sit in that dark place. Mm-mm. Pick yourself up. You can do it. I promise you can do it. Surround yourself around folk who will help lift you up. Mm-hmm. Pick, take your, bring yourself out the house. Bring yourself around people. Go to church. I know for me, whenever I'm down, and I be sometimes I be real down, y'all. Mm-hmm. Going to the, to the church and being around that spirit of God. Will pull you out of them dark places. But just don't let yourself stay there, mm-hmm. and don't allow yourself. Mental illnesses is real. Da, da, da. It is. I promise. I know it is. I know it's real. I know people go through it. But y'all, that medication is only temporary. And then weed and pills can't solve that. And you are gonna become dependent on that. On that, and uh, not on God. Uh, uh. There is no depression in God. Like they just don't go together. If you really, if you really, truly, if you're really, truly living the walk like you're supposed to, giving God your best, he's going to shower you in joy and peace and kindness and love and self-control. It's unexplainable, y'all. Indescribable, y'all. Incomparable. But it's your choice to allow God to move on your behalf. God has literally placed everything in your hands. Everything within your hands for you to turn your life around. Mm-hmm. 
And so many people, I'm waiting on God. God know my heart. Mm-mm. And it's not that. God, God is- has gave, given you everything. <laughs> the Holy He left the Holy Spirit down here for you to comfort you. And hold you when you're in those depressed places. Mm-hmm. And God, he gives you free will. He's not going to force you into He's anything. He's not going to force you. He's not going to force you to love him. You it's have to, to seek you. that for yourself. It's up to you. And I really hope I didn't offend, offend anyone with what I said. Yes. But I really hope that I'm breaking some chains right yeah. now. I hope that when you are hearing this, that you are truly allowing yourself to let go of those things. Yes, and sometimes some people be in those places because of the things that's around them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to let people go. Sacrifice. Sometimes you got to let some, some habits go. Mm-hmm. You got to let some friends go. You got to let some family go. You got to let some habits go. Mm-hmm. You can't go this place no more. You can't be around this group no more. Mm-hmm. You can't do the things that you used to do if you truly want to get out of that bondage. Mm-hmm. But you trying to stick around and, 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 and help folk who ain't helping you. And people got that bad. People got that so bad. You, you really holding yourself back from the potential that you can have in God, yeah, God by trying to stick around. Surrounding yourself around people that are bringing your light down. That is literally that is dimming, dimming your you. light. Literally, just killing your light off. Y'all, as you get closer to God, it will become easier to make those choices to sacrifice those certain things. That's why it's so important that you start sacrificing for God. Because I promise you, this walk is hard. But as like you just go and grow closer to God, it becomes... So much easier because he just gives you that peace yeah. with every situation that you're going through. You know that God has your hand. You know that everything that God is doing in your life is for your good. Yeah. But you won't know that until you take the time to actually time know him for yourself. Him. It's so easy to go along with what other people tell you about God. But hey. if you don't know him for yourself, then it's going to be know. so hard to sacrifice for somebody that you don't know. Ooh. You got to be you got to know God and learn God to even feel comfortable enough to um sacrifice because you can go to church all day long and have your pastor God is a healer, a deliverer. He going to bring you but out of this situation. But if you don't know that for yourself, yeah. you're never going to be in a place where you can truly give God your best. Can we pray against the spirit of depression real mm-hmm. quick? Father God, thank you for allowing us to be here today, Lord, to Absolutely. speak of your word, God. Thank you for your power, God, that you yes, put God. inside thank of us, you, Lord, Lord. When, our, when your son died on that cross, Lord. Lord, I want to come to you speaking against the spirit of depression right now, Lord, yes, the spirit Lord. of anxiety, the spirit of worry, Lord. I want I want those spirits to die out of the people that are listening to yes, this Lord. podcast right now, Lord. I want you to show them that joy, that everlasting joy, that joy that that surpasses all understanding, Lord, that that peace, Lord. I want you to give it to those that are listening to me right now, Lord. And whatever that they're going through, Lord, I want you to give them a spirit of release. Yes, God. Right now, Lord, I want you to move move on their behalf right now, Lord. And whatever they're worried about, Lord, I want you to solve it right now in the name of Jesus. And I want and I want to say thank you for for you you, moving on their behalf. Thank you in advance. Because I know you're gonna do it, Lord. Because you said that you will, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, I just want to make sure that everybody who is listening right now, that their ears are open and their hearts are open to everything that we're saying, Lord, so that we can truly break the chains, Lord, yes, and break that hold that the devil is trying to hold our people in, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
In Jesus' name I pray, man. Amen. Y'all, I'm so serious. And it's just I'm just really so serious about this because I I, I see people and it's it's very saddening. And like people come and they like angry and sad. And it's very, very saddening to me to just see like so many people who are so stuck in a mindset that is going to keep them low. Mm-hmm. When God is trying to bring you up here, God is trying to bring you up here. All you have to do is give him your best. Mm-hmm. That's all he's asking from you. It's for your best. Give him that time. Give him that praise. Give it to him. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's all for me for this podcast. I just want to thank you guys so much for watching. Um, y'all, we're coming up on our 10th episode soon. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should do something. That's lit. Everybody. Um, I told I told Faith that I wanted to do like a question and answer podcast oh, episode. Yes. So maybe that can be like the tenth episode. Please. So yeah. So, Not many people ask us questions on here. So mm-hmm. please feel free to ask questions. Yeah. We're gonna make a poll on our Instagram pages and um we'll let you know. Like we're going to we actually make a poll on the Back to Ethan because I don't want to mix yeah. up our pages. I'd rather they do it directly from there. So, yes, we'll make a poll from our Back to Eden <clears throat> um, pages. I mean, from our Back to Eden page. So, y'all can um, ask us questions that we yes. can answer for our Tinder video. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, we are um, putting a pause on our Bible study for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to start it back up in January. January 2nd. Um, so, right, you know, the first week of January, right after the new year, we're going to start back. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still in talks about what books we want to um, continue reading. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just wanted to let y'all know that. If you are interested in, you know, joining in the new year, just let us know. Um, we'll link the Instagram page below. Oh, also listen to our friend Michaela Swoops' podcast. Yes, yes. A part podcast. It's an amazing podcast, y'all. Like, I learned so much from it. Yes. Every single time. Remaining in Jesus. It was so good, y'all. So good. If you enjoy our podcast, you would definitely enjoy hers. She does such an amazing job. Amazing. So, yeah, y'all. Definitely um, subscribe to her channel, too. We'll put the link in the bio. I mean, yeah, in the bio. She be eating down. Eating down every time. Eating down. So, yeah. Um, That's it for me. Um, we are in fact still having back to eating merch. Oh yeah, back to eating merch. Um, if you guys want it, we do still um are selling it. I do need to actually post like the color options or like what I have so far, just so people can see. Um, the font is different. Mhm. It's like a little more bolder. Yeah. But um, yes. Other than that, I think that's it. Again, thank y'all so much for the love and support. We love y'all. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye.